Hey everyone, it's Dandy here, riding solo again, and this week's guest is on fire. John Lee Dumas is the host of the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast and has put out over 2,000 episodes interviewing the biggest and best industry leaders. I wanted to bring his expert opinion on podcasting to you all, so let's jump right in to episode number six of the Attention Seekers podcast. You are listening to the Attention Seekers podcast. Each week, we're bringing you amazing ways to grow the visibility of your business, the tools to increase your reach, and some pretty amazing and inspiring guests. So put the world on notice. It's time to get noticed. Let's go. From the minds behind the Anderson brand, your host, Daniel. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Attention Seekers podcast. Today, I am joined by the host of the Entrepreneurs on Fire podcast, Mr. John Lee Dumas. Welcome to the podcast. Daniel, I am fired up to be here, brother. <laughs> perfect, perfect. So today, I wanted to get your unique take on podcasting as a whole. Obviously, you're well over 2,000 episodes into your own podcast. But first, I wanted to go back to the very beginning, and I wanted to get um, your take on launching your own podcast what were the steps you took when you first launched? So when I first launched, I came into the world of podcasting as a listener. I loved the platform. I got it. You know, it was free, on-demand, targeted content. It just made sense to me. But then I saw some cracks in the platform, meaning that there were just shows that I loved, but they were only being produced once a month. Right. twice a week like there's just not enough quantity out there for somebody like me who just wanted to consume 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 as i was driving to work driving home at the gym all these different times so i said man there's definitely a niche and a void that needs to be filled for a daily podcast interviewing the world's most successful entrepreneurs so i said how do i launch a successful business podcast well how about i hire a successful business podcast host to show me how. And that's exactly what I did. I hired Jamie Masters, the host of The Eventual Millionaire, and she just guided me every step of the way to creating my podcast. And here we are talking over 2,000 episodes later, over 75 million listens later, and a business that generates over seven figures of net profit every single year. That's amazing. So was that mentoring process what grounded you in podcasting? Was that really what, what set you on course with that? Absolutely. So you would suggest, obviously, like most things in business, people should look for a mentor or, or someone in their field to kind of emulate? You need to find somebody who is currently where you want to be in life and then have that person guide you. Like That's the focus. Was there anything in the beginning, kind of any pitfalls you, you came across or stuff that you, you wouldn't do again that you could maybe give to the listeners as, as kind of a fair warning? <laughs> well, I definitely made some mistakes. Number one, I panicked when I was about to launch and I said, I'm not ready. Things aren't perfect. I need to delay my launch, yada, yada. Guys, you're never going to be ready. Things are never going to be perfect. The lights are never going to be all green. Right. Just launch, press, go, get it out there. Nobody's going to listen anyways. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Nobody's going to listen. So get it out there, improve, grow. By the time people actually start listening, guess what? You'll be good. So get that podcast out the dough. So 
in what we do in our business, we have a lot of professionals that start podcasts and a lot of these are in kind of niche areas. So what would be your advice to people that want to grow their audience if they're in one of these niche areas? Listen, if you want to grow your audience, you need to go out and be where your perfect listeners are. They're not just going to come to you and flock to you and be magnetized, pulled towards you. It's not one of those fields of dreams. If you build it, they will come. You need to actually get out into the real world, into the virtual world, right. in the online world, and be there. Go find a Facebook group that is thriving and public and free and active specifically on the topics that you're talking about. And then go be a person of value. Like Daniel, don't go in there day one, like every other idiot and say, I launched a podcast. Go click on this link and listen to it. No, for 30 days, block off five minutes, go into that group and ask a question, answer a question, give one piece of support, give one piece of guidance. That will take you five minutes, maybe even less. And then once you've done that, then you come back day two and do the same thing, day 10 and do the same thing. And by the way, that's every single day, all the way through day 30. By day 30, you'll be like the most valuable, active, engaged member of this group. And people will be very thankful for all this that you've given them. And then guess what? Then you can say, oh, Tom, that's a really great question you asked. I actually talked about that in episode 12 of my podcast. Here's a link if you want to check it out. And not just Tom, but everybody that's in that group that all has a similar problems and struggles and obstacles will want to consume the solution to that problem. And then they'll check your episode out and you built the know, like, and trust to earn that. That's the right way to do it. Exactly. So you're, you're rolling that engagement back into your product. Rolling, not day one, not day 20, day 30 plus right. after you've done it every day. So putting the work and then, and then people will come. I like it. Yeah, shocking. It takes work. <laughs> so another question I get asked uh, by people starting podcasts is, how do I monetize my podcast? And it's, it's kind of a laughable early question, but what, what are your thoughts out of the gate of how to monetize? So I think the worst way to try to monetize early on is through sponsorships because you're just not going to have any listeners and sponsors don't want to sponsor podcasts. They don't have any listeners. So forget about that for a while, maybe a year. But why not create your own products and your own services that do what? They create an actual solution to a real problem that your listeners are going to have. And then you can start offering that solution on your podcast, not during maybe the main content, but during the intro or specifically during the outro. Say, hey, I was you know speaking with a bunch of my listeners the other week or engaging with them in the Facebook group or on social media or wherever it might be. And I'm just starting to realize that a lot of you are struggling with X or Y or Z. Well, guess what? I've created a solution to that problem. And the solution is over at blank, blank, blank dot com. Go check it out. And guess what? That could be a way you can start to drive people who have those problems to your solution that you've created as a product or a service or a community and then be off to the races. Perfect, perfect. Which leads me into my next point. Obviously, the Fire Nation brand, hugely successful. How important was the podcast in building that brand? It was everything because it's community. People want to be part of a community. So you want people to feel like they're part of a movement, part of a community that their voice is being heard. So you want to encompass that. And that's why whenever I'm speaking with my guests and they make a poignant point, I take a second. I virtually turn to my audience and I say, hey, Fire Nation, 
this is what I want you to get out of what so-and-so just said, because this is really important. So I'm bringing them in to the conversation. I'm bringing them into the community. I want them to feel like they're part of something special. And what social platforms kind of helped, helped you with that growth over the years? Uh, Instagram is my current favorite by far. Yeah. It's just a great place to DM people and to have conversations and to really have incredible engagements. You know, before that, it would be Facebook. Um, I've never really utilized LinkedIn because that's always kind of been more corporate in my mind. But I'd say, you know, the big two would be Facebook, Instagram. Uh, super distant would be a Twitter just because of the fire hose effect. There's just too much noise on there. Exactly, exactly. So you mentioned, obviously, uh, you were a podcast consumer before you, you began on the podcast uh, broadcasting journey. What do you look for specifically in a podcast when, you, when you're listening? When I'm listening to a podcast, I want solutions to real pain points that I have. So I listen to podcasts to do that. For instance, I listen to a podcast every single day called The Newsworthy because mm -hmm. in six minutes, I get all of today's news. And that's a pain point that I have, not knowing the news. And I don't want to spend minutes or hours, you know, scrolling through, you know, some crazy news sites to try to get the news. I want it all compact in one place from somebody that I trust is bringing me the most relevant and interesting and important news. That's the newsworthy. I do the same thing for this other podcast called The Indicator. It's like seven or eight minutes long, and it's about one economic reality in the world because I'm I'm interested in what's going on in our economy and in the world's economy, and that's important to me. And then there's another podcast that I have. Um, on my list called Business Wars, because I love listening to podcasts about the history of some of our world's biggest business wars, meaning Coke versus Pepsi, McDonald's versus Burger King. I get entertainment from listening to that. So that solves a problem for me. And that's not being entertained. That is a solution to that by entertaining me. And I enjoy that. So that's what I'm looking for when I'm listening to podcasts. Is there anything that would put you off listening to a podcast? Is there is there something that's going to immediately have you switching off? Yeah, just repetitive content, people that are droning on about their own personal life or something that's not very focused, not being really niche in the content, not, not being specific, but just being broad or vague because I go to a podcast for a specific solution to a specific problem. And if you're giving me a, a vague and broad content, I don't have time for it. So I'm not going to be there. So that's what would put me off. And those are podcasts that I just don't listen to. So I have your Freedom Journal from your journal series. And I noted that you just launched last year the podcast journal. Uh, what's been the response to, uh, to that book? The podcast journal has been great because, again, it's a specific solution to somebody's problem. A problem, how do I create and launch my podcast? Well, now you can have the podcast journal and you can go from idea to launch in 50 days, period, end of story. Wake up in the morning, turn to day one, complete it. Turn to day two, complete it. Turn to day three, complete it. And by 50 days, you'll have launched your podcast, period, end of story. So that's a real solution to a specific problem. And if more people kind of approach everything they do in life like that, they'll have a lot more success. Exactly. So I've, I've noted a lot more celebrities and public figures are kind of moving into podcasting. How do you see the, the medium progressing in 2019 into 2020? 
I mean, podcasting is on fire right now and it's never going to be the thing and it never is supposed to be the thing. It's always going to fit this very special time in people's day when they're driving to work or when they're exercising or when they're mowing the lawn or walking the dog. People have their quote unquote podcast listening times. I have mine. When I go for a walk every evening, I love listening to podcasts. That's my podcast time. So podcasts are going to play a special role in a lot of people's lives. And so people are obviously catching on to that and it's on fire right now. You have Conan O'Brien, Oprah, Ellen. I mean, everybody with any kind of media influence is launching a podcast because they're seeing the value and the popularity of the medium. And that's not going to change any time because you can't out-podcast podcasts. It is audio, period. Like you can do, you can one-up Instagram. You can one-up Snapchat. You can one-up, you know, all these different things. And they have been one-up in a lot of ways, most of them. But Audio content is just audio content. Like it is what it is. It's going to be there. And so now it's just a race to quality. Like who's going to produce the best content, the most interesting content, you know, the most entertaining content. That's what the focus needs to be. So, you know, I see this is getting bigger and bigger as more people are moving into it, but it's also going to be becoming more and more competitive. We like to say, listen, the broadcasters are coming, the professional podcasters. It's not just amateur hour anymore. Like back when I launched, it was amateur hour. We were all amateurs and a lot of us still are, but like the professionals are coming, they've arrived, they're here. So bring your A game. Yep. And I've seen that on other other platforms too, because I used to stream on Twitch and that's the the game has upped considerably even even on there too and YouTube Hmm. obviously. So it's cool. uh, your content creation is is king. Okay, so to, to finish up, John, uh, I appreciate you taking the time today to, to chat with us. Where can uh, our listeners connect with you directly? All the magic happens at eofire.com. I have some world-class free courses over there I would love for you all to check out. And also check out my podcast, Entrepreneurs on Fire. I bring value bombs to every episode <laughs> to help you ignite your entrepreneurial journey. Perfect. And just finishing, loaded question of the day. (laughs) When should someone start a podcast? 20 years ago. And (laughs) when should they start second place? Well, today. So get over to freepodcastcourse.com and take my free course on podcasting. You'll love it. Perfect. Thank you so much, John. Appreciate it. Take care, brother. So I hope you guys got a lot out of that interview with JLD. His wealth of experience in podcasting and business in general is so beneficial So thank you, John, for taking the time to chat with us and make sure you go check out the Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. So if you're fired up to get moving on your own podcast, but you're still a little unsure about how to get started, we will be launching our 3C podcast program on May the 1st. This full-service multi-tier product takes you from concept through creation to conversion. Whether you literally just had an idea for a podcast today or you're 50 episodes in, it doesn't matter. You'll find a part of the 3C program that will take your podcast to the next level. If you'd like more information, head on over to the andersonbrand.com forward slash go3c and make sure you check back on May 1st for our official launch details. So that's it for episode six, guys. Please make sure you subscribe, review, and share the podcast wherever you listen to it. And I will see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Attention Seekers podcast. Hit that subscribe button to get new content each week. And if you want even more attention, follow us on Instagram at Attention Seekers Podcast. See you there.